the key that has immensely helped me in my career is not applying the lens of gender. I thankfully never looked at people as men versus women. And because of this, I feel I ended up creating no mental boundaries for myself. An advantage of being in the tech industry is that we are surrounded by people who are constantly exploring something new every other day. So keeping that conversation going, asking the right questions with a learning mindset is one of the practical tips that have helped me so far in my unstructured learning. I'm 8 months old in Singapore and I've been hiring extensively for multiple roles. I'm really sad to share this but I have not interviewed a single female candidate so far in last 8 months. Welcome to Code Without Barriers, a podcast aimed to create awareness, challenge assumptions and celebrate diversity in the world of coding, deep tech and data science. I'm your host Poonam Sampath, data and AI architect at Microsoft who believes in the diversity and inclusion in our thinking. In the previous episode, you heard the why. Why women in IT are a rising tide that lift all boats. It has been seen that diversity generates more revenue a population that thinks differently and creates more role models in today's episode we are going to be talking about the new oil that fuels economies any guesses you guessed it right we are going to be talking about data understand what is big data what are big data challenges what are the roles in this space and how women can embrace a data career We've seen data in action during COVID and even post-COVID it is going to help businesses to sustain and recover. Today's world many companies are advancing their business models around data-driven business models. For example, Rolls-Royce with jet engine as a service. Companies that have embraced the data culture or the digital feedback loop are reported to have their productivity and profitability indicators up by 5 to 6% compared to their peers top performing enterprises are 5 to 7 times more likely to make data driven decisions than the bottom performing ones so what really is big data it can be explained with a 4v model these are really the characteristics that big data has starting with the first one volume how much data there is the second one being the velocity how frequent or real time is the data the variety what kind of data structured unstructured semi structured and the last and the most important the data veracity how accurate and applicable is the data Everyone talks about leveraging big data, constructing that data-driven business model, but this invariably still remains a challenge for many companies. Some challenges that I see companies dealing with, the first one being that not all data is really valuable. To make efficient data-based decisions, 
data must first come in the digital form it needs to be arranged cleared of incorrect records and data gaps integrated and well as provided to the decision makers at the right place and time without undue delay now these are just few preconditions the entire company needs to embrace a data culture treat data as an asset and use it to make the right decisions to accelerate building data driven products or platforms we need levers like using the next generation tools moving to the cloud using the pass architectures that have scalability disaster recovery support for hybrid scenarios all baked in the most important factor to make all this work are the people there are different roles in this space to name a few we have data engineers analysts architects business analysts visualization experts devops engineers product managers engineering managers and the newest one on the block is data officers and they have their unique skills today to discuss her experiences around data and challenges in running a massive data platform we have our guest speaker rupali agarwal who started her journey as a software engineer and today is the head of engineering at grab singapore hello rupali welcome to the data episode of code without barriers to start off tell us something about yourself what has been your journey hi poonam Thanks a lot for having me here. Uh, it's certainly an honor for me. Little bit about myself. I hail from a humble family of teachers from North India. I had a very simple and fairly gender neutral childhood as we are three sisters and my parents are progressive. As a child, I developed love for mathematics and problem solving. I distinctly remember solving those extra maths questions just for fun during our so-called sports classes being from a small town and in pre-internet era i really did not have uh, too many career choices i loved maths and i hated biology so it kind of naturally carved out a path uh, towards engineering for me and my parents never made a big deal out of it it actually took me a long time to even realize that i was the first girl in the whole family to ever venture into engineering after completing my engineering i started my career as a software developer without a rock solid programming base i would say my reasoning and analytic skills here helped me to learn the traits of the game certainly along with help that i got from my mentors so in the journey i learned uh, different programming languages and i worked quite a bit on tech platforms with time i moved more into a management role okay. more so because uh, i wanted to move beyond zeros and ones of the programming world and i wanted to give it a try so it wasn't easy by any means till date i clearly remember uh, when i wanted to move into a tech management role and when i expressed uh, my interest i was very explicitly told that being a mom of two young children i should maybe look for so called lighter roles as compared to chasing something like a demanding role of software engineering manager i am happy that i did not take that advice too seriously 
and I actually worked all against it. It took me a long time, a uh, lot of rejections also. But thankfully, I would say in the longer run, things did work out and here I am. Very inspirational, Rupali. Um, I see you've already broken many stereotypes and taken challenges head on. So what shaped this career journey? So did you face any challenges as a lady? Yes, Poonam, certainly. Uh, my journey has been full of challenges like everyone else. A mix of personal and professional ones, uh, facing unconscious bias at work, and more than anything else, uh, it's my own self-doubt uh, on multiple occasions. I remember a colleague once uh, making a statement in a team setting uh, when he was explaining a concept. He said, this is so simple that even Rupali can understand this. I also remember breaking down badly after facing multiple rejections in interviews one after other to the extent that I started doubting my own self-worth. However, uh, when I look back now, I think there are few things that have certainly helped me in my journey. First, I would say is being ignorant about my gender, social pressure, stereotypes. The key that has immensely helped me in my career is really not applying the lens of gender. I thankfully never looked at people as men versus women. Call it my ignorance, but it has helped me a lot. I never just looked at my mom as my role model. I always looked at my mom and dad both as my role models. And because of this, I feel I ended up creating no mental boundaries for myself. Even when cha challenged with racist comments, like I mentioned earlier, I took them as an individual rather on my gender. Second thing that has helped me, I would say, is clear prioritization. And I'll give you a few examples here, uh, Puna. Uh, when I gave birth to my kids, I took it very slow on my career for a few years and I enjoyed motherhood completely. And even today, as you can possibly imagine, okay, my house is certainly not the best organized house in the world or maybe not the most well-decorated house in the world. But we do spend time together as a family. I delegate a lot of household-related responsibilities without expecting anything near perfection. So there are things that I've decided to let go of while holding on to things that matter to me. Last but not the least pillar, I would say, has been my support system. I'm truly, sincerely, genuinely grateful for the wonderful support that I've received from my parents, from my family, friends, helpers, colleagues, mentors, and my kids. I would have not sailed through this journey without their support. Yeah, Rupali, I agree. We all have our share of these comments and I'm proud of how we are able to prove them wrong, challenge biases. And I really love to mention about not applying the lens of gender to your career and not creating any mental boundaries. Another thing that I was nodding my head all along was about the support system. 
Having that ally at network at home, at work, that support is something that everyone needs. And also how you can be that ally for folks around you is super important. With that, I would really love to know how does a day in a life of a head of engineering look like? Uh, good fun, Poonam. In one word, honestly, I would say crazy. Okay, so maybe jokes apart, but there is really no well-defined JD job description for an HOA role. And therefore, there's nothing like a typical day for me. Uh, we are responsible for people, culture, product, and tech. So these are main four pillars. And we need to do whatever it takes to build rock-solid performing orgs. A good part of it is hiring, mentoring, and coaching people, creating leaders within the organization. Also, like a parent, we need to ensure we are creating a nurturing environment for people to work. This translates into good number of one-on-ones and team meetings for me. Other dimension is product delivery. So defining our product charter, working with teams to ensure that we are chasing right metrics, be it functional, non-functional, as our goals. Ensuring that our progress is on track and we are constantly raising bar for ourselves. I would say I do spend good amount of my time under this bucket. Third track, I would say in terms of speed, relatively slower, but it's a very critical track, is where we need to keep our tech stack future ready. So we need to define a tech strategy that aligns with overall organization and our future plans. Uh, We need to think ahead, stay abreast with latest technology trends, and take few bets for future. It requires collaboration with stakeholders and other tech counterparts uh, within organization and outside organization. And it also needs thinking space. Other than these major buckets, I would largely say rest of my calendar is uh, largely unstructured and SOS mode. So my day might just start with attending a power-packed leadership coaching session, and it might just end up uh, with attending an outage call or discussing a post-mortem report. Wow, that's a lot of hats you wear. Uh, with so many things happening, how do you manage to stay current, Rupali? I would say, Poonam, yes, staying current with technology is certainly a tough one, Okay, but a good problem to have. An advantage of being in the tech industry is that we are surrounded by people who are constantly exploring something new every other day. So keeping that conversation going, asking the right questions with a learning mindset is one of the practical tips that have helped me so far in my unstructured learning. Participating in tech conferences, tech talks, tech blogs are other mechanisms. Teaching is another way which I figured is a great way to learn. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll just sign up for uh, delivering a presentation. And I'll end up learning good number of things during that process. For more structured learning, I would just sign, take up an online course or maybe read a physical book, book, old book, old school style. Hmm. Having a learning mindset, I think that resonates a lot with me, Rupali. 
um for me personally it's participating in those hackathons getting certification that helps me stay relevant and i also think it's about the company yeah the culture right at microsoft we go by tech intensity and i find ms learning paths a great source to keep yourself updated and learning from peers customers and partners is also very enriching you spoke about hiring as part of your role so tell me a little about the roles in your organization what skills do you look for and who mostly apply for these roles rupali so uh, in my organization i would say i have a variety of roles open and these would range from let's say entry level software developer to a senior engineering manager specific skills depend certainly upon the job role and it could be back end front end data engineering mobile sre kind of roles however largely i look for people with right attitude and aptitude in the technology space it is extremely hard to find off the shelf skills and moreover technology changes so fast that we need to keep ourselves uh, future ready and that is why i firmly believe that people with the right aptitude and a great attitude can do wonders in a supporting and encouraging environment and i usually don't shy away from investing in such people in terms of uh, who apply for these kind of role uh, i would say if we talk about let's say if we apply the lens of gender here uh, with respect to women okay i would say i certainly see a big wide gap and it's concerning we are almost heading towards a male biased alternate universe in tech uh, talk about our data talk about our models uh, they are all trending towards that male bias i'm 8 months old in singapore and i've been hiring extensively for multiple roles I'm really sad to share this but I have not interviewed a single female candidate so far in last 8 months. And in my uh, observation this issue is much deep than what we see at the surface level. Largely it's a funnel issue. And if we look closely girls start to drop out from tech oriented fields as early as 10th grade. They don't see role models around. tech is considered a nerdy place and women tend to chase perfection i think we need to handle it at multiple places punam i would say i strongly believe that we as tech organizations need to engage with students much early maybe in their high school and literally preserve their interest in tech as individuals we need to start looking beyond female role models and as society we need to raise our girls not as perfectionists but as risk takers i'm sure most of you would have heard of this famous stats that uh, says men apply for a job when they meet only 60% of qualification but women apply only if they meet 100% of them we need to break this mental block and i'll give you a personal example here around 2012 when big data was much in hype and relatively a new area in the uh, in indian tech industry 
I wanted to learn it. I applied for tons of roles without knowing B of big data. Thankfully, there were people uh, around who saw potential in me and they took bet on me. They gave me a chance to come on board and learn it. I know this can be a long conversation. So for now, I would just say to all women candidates out there, I am more than happy to offer any help that I can. Even if it's just a quick conversation. But please, please, please don't leave before you leave. I quote Cheryl Sandberg. I agree, Rupali. Managers play a key role in hiring to help expand that diversity. I'm very happy to know that you focus on the right aptitude and great attitude. And I can't agree more to the wide gap when it comes to women in data roles. And sometimes it is just that push and having someone pull along that makes that difference, right? We spoke about the roles, the skills that you're looking for. For a data company like Grab, what are the challenges? Which tools do you use to address your data challenges? Okay, so uh, at Grab, our tech stack is fairly broad and diverse. It's a healthy mix of homegrown platforms, third-party and open-source software. And thankfully, we have been on cloud from day one, primarily AWS and Azure. We have built some rock-solid tech platforms, like we have our own Spark platform, segmentation and experimentation platform. We have our own machine learning platform as well. And these platforms already crunch a billion of events per day and process terabytes of data per hour. Our continued growth over the last few years has now surfaced next level of challenges for us, especially for our data tech platforms. So now we need to enable our platforms to be able to support multi-tenancy and multi-cloud use cases. With increased adoption of our platform, we are also looking at usability aspect and building these platforms as no-ops or self-serve platforms. The other thing is with growing business and tech infrastructure, we need to move our thinking more towards auto-adaptive systems. And talking specifically about data-related challenges, I would say number one has to be data security governance. As maintaining consumers, partners, and employees' trust with respect to their data is of utmost importance to us. We do have dedicated teams to focus only on data governance across the organization. Data quality is another big challenge. As data is really not of much value, unless it is of high quality and can really be trusted to make accurate and effective decisions. There is no single solution to this and it really depends upon the use case and the nature of data. As an example, let's say there is a use case in finance. In this case, accuracy would be of higher priority as compared to maybe timeliness. While if you're looking for a real-time marketing use case, Timeliness would be higher priority as compared to other things. So important thing here is to be able to define that data quality metrics as per the use case and the nature of data, baseline it, constantly measure and improve it. 
third uh, big piece here is metadata and lineage. And we use uh, Alation for this to a great extent. The other challenge I would mention is with respect to data integration and interoperability. So the space is overloaded with technology solutions, okay? And we end up with a heterogeneous system. And it leads to multiple copies of data, increased time and cost, interoperability issues, and added complexity. But something that we need to live with, we can only minimize it, but can't avoid it completely. That was very good. And thanks for sharing the big data challenges. And as you said, I think uh, security, governance, and you know, data veracity, the accuracy of data is top of mind for every organization. You brought up a good point on how business use cases drive data decisions. Thanks a lot for that. You know, I would really want to ask you, what is your advice to women, you know, who want to pursue a career in data? Poonam, let me share a story here. So this is a deaf frog story uh, that some of you might have heard. Once there lived a deaf frog who was obsessed with climbing trees. One fine day, his fellow frogs saw him climbing a tall tree. They started shouting and jumping in order to stop him. However, because he was deaf, he was not able to listen to their warnings. He got excited and thought they were there to support him, to cheer for him. He then started climbing even faster. In the process, the frog became sure of his capabilities and he kept on climbing the tree like a pro. Each new branch, they shouted, you can't do it, come back down. He interpreted that you can keep going, you can keep going. And thus he climbed all the way up. This is a story that resonates very well with me. The most important takeaway from this story is be deaf to outside voices social pressure and stereotypes. From my personal experience, I can say that ignorance sometimes is bliss. We all are human beings full of potential and possibilities beyond our genders. And we are not here to fit ourselves into some predefined molds. Challenge your own thinking, biases, and break that mental barrier that we create for ourselves. Specifically talking about data in tech, I would say it's a fairly wide spectrum. And data scientist is not the only role available in this space. As I mentioned earlier, this space is full of choices and a variety of roles. There are backend, frontend, SRE, data engineers, data scientists, QA, product managers, TPMs, UX designers, and EMs, everybody working together. And we need all of them. If this space intrigues you, you can choose any role that works for you. Pack your bags and take a plunge. The last thing I would add here is data and technology don't know gender. So just be yourself. Thank you, Rapali, for that insightful conversation around data and how not to apply the lens of gender to our careers. The technology industry has a challenge, 
but also an opportunity when it comes to gender diversity. Speaking to you today makes me feel that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's never too late to become a woman in data. Let's date data. Thank you folks for listening in. Please contribute to this conversation. Share with us your thoughts and feedback. Follow us on Spotify and LinkedIn and check out our website for more related content. Tune in next month for another insightful discussion on code without barriers.